Hello and welcome to the Lori's Hands Community Voices series. I'm your host, Jennifer McCord. Each week on this series, we'll hear from different clients of Lori's Hands about their lives and stories. And we'll think about the ways that each person's life can teach us about health. We are delighted to introduce you to these clients and bring you these stories. If you've found your way here, you might already be a friend of Lori's Hands and familiar with what the organization does. And if you're new here, some quick background. Lori's Hands is a nonprofit organization. The people who benefit from Lori's Hands fall into two main groups. Number one, students. And number two, people experiencing chronic illness who live in or around that college community. Lori's Hands connects these two groups. The college student volunteers will visit these community members going through chronic illness. The students help out with things like cleaning, grocery shopping, laundry, what the health sciences field calls instrumental activities of daily living. These activities are often the kinds of things that can get a lot harder when you're managing a chronic illness. So Lori's hands makes a lot of sense, right? One group needs some extra help, so they get matched up with another group who has the time and ability to provide that help. But the thing is, the value exchange goes both ways. The students help with those instrumental activities I mentioned, and during those visits, Lori's Hands clients share with the students about their experiences and insights around health and healthcare and their lives. And I stress this two-way exchange because it says so much about Lori's Hands mindset and their approach. For this series, I spoke with Maggie Ratnayaka, who is the program director for Lori's Hands, and Maggie emphasized the value that clients provide for their students too. Whether it's directly related to healthcare or just life in general, our clients have so much to offer to our students. We want an individual as they join Lori's Hands to be just willing to share about their experiences. We encourage our students to ask our clients questions about what their day-to-day realities are, what it was like for them to be diagnosed with a chronic disease, what it's like for them to manage their health care and to live independently, so that students are gaining a really unique and essential perspective into life with a chronic illness directly from a client and directly from someone who's living with it in the community. Lori's Hands values its clients, not just as individuals worthy of care, but also as teachers who have rich lives and interesting minds that we'd all benefit to hear more from. Which brings us to this series. In these episodes, we'll be hearing from current Lori's Hands clients about their lives. We interviewed these clients safely, remotely, over the phone, and undergraduate students assisting with this project helped prepare for and lead those interviews. In our conversations, these clients shared about their families, their careers, their communities, and the things that bring them joy. And while each client who receives services from Lori's hands qualifies for those services in part because they're experiencing chronic illness, you won't hear much in these episodes about their health. Because we didn't ask. This was a decision the Lori's hands team made up front when we started talking about this series, and it mirrors the perception shift many student volunteers have. What they find is our clients are people. They're three-dimensional, and as they are making their visits, they're seeing just these rich, beautiful histories and personalities, and they are getting to know our clients as friends. And 
they are no longer just a, a person with a diagnosis. And that may be part of who they are, but it's certainly not the extent of who they are. We also didn't ask these clients about their chronic conditions because, as Maggie pointed out, health, too, is much broader than a diagnosis. It's about food access. It's about transportation. It's about a home environment. It's about social support systems. All of these different pieces play a role in a person's health and well-being, and they're important considerations when we think about a person maintaining their wellness. Lori's Hands currently helps around 125 clients and engages almost 200 students in Delaware, in Maryland, and soon in Michigan. And for this season, all of the clients we'll hear from are from the chapter where Lori's Hands began, Newark, Delaware. This is particularly fun for me because Newark, Delaware is home to the University of Delaware, which is where I went to college. In fact, while I was a student there 12 years ago, I was also part of the first ever cohort of Lori's Hands volunteers. So if it wasn't clear already, I am not an unbiased narrator, and I definitely want you to love Lori's Hands as much as I do. That also means that I can vouch from firsthand experience that when I was an undergrad visiting my Lori's Hands client every week, I started to see my college town differently. And I'm not alone. Again, here's Maggie. One of the things that we hear really consistently from our volunteers is that they learn so much about the communities that they are living in that they had no idea beyond the the campus bubble. And so students gain a really unique perspective about what campus looked like 50 years ago or 20 years ago, what stores were here or weren't here, what industries have changed, what education has been like, what the roads have been like. I mean, all these different pieces of what a community has looked like over the course of its history. So just like Lori's Hands volunteers, as you get to know these clients, you'll also get to know Newark, Delaware. And There are a few things you should know ahead of time if you want to pass as a Delaware local. Delaware was the first state. On December 7, 1787, Delaware became the first of the original 13 colonies to ratify the U.S. Constitution. I'll add here that Newark, Delaware sits on unceded Lene Lenape and Nanticoke land. Delaware is a sort of engineering mecca. The DuPont family of DuPont Chemical have a long family history in Delaware. Gore of Gore-Tex is also headquartered there. And the University of Delaware's chemical engineering program ranks number seven in the United States. That same University of Delaware and its over 18,000 undergraduates make Newark, Delaware undeniably a college town with its accompanying town-gown dynamics. Delaware is a small state, the second smallest next to Rhode Island, And so meeting anyone in Delaware can feel like a game of six degrees of separation. And Delawareans can also usually tell you exactly how many degrees of separation link them to arguably the most famous Delawarean, Joe Biden. Okay, one last important introduction to make. At this point, if you're new to the Lori's Hands community, you might be wondering, who is Lori? Lori is Lori Lefebvre, who was a person who made others' lives better in small, consistent ways. Lori was diagnosed with breast cancer in 1995 and died in 2003. And it was Lori's daughter, 
my friend, Sarah, who founded Lori's Hands in her memory during Sarah's sophomore year at the University of Delaware. Lori's humble, giving spirit runs through every moment of Lori's Hands history. In its early days as a small club of college students hoping to improve quality of life for people living around their college campus, in the decision to deepen Lori's Hands' mission into service learning, in the expansion to new communities and campuses, and in the future that Lori's Hands now envisions, a more equitable world in which every person can age with dignity and interconnection in their community, and in which every person's strengths are appreciated and shared. So Sarah founded Lori's Hands in part as a way to honor and share and kind of expand access to her mom's generous and helpful spirit. And this series, too, is about expanding access, in a way, to the people who have made such a difference in student volunteers' lives, who most of us might otherwise never meet. And it's about appreciating these people for their generosity, their strengths, and the wisdom they've shared. We hope you'll join us for this series to get to know these clients and Delaware too. New episodes will be released weekly on Fridays for the next four weeks. You can find episodes on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and on the Lori's Hands website at lauriashands.org. You'll hear from a different client in each episode. Next week, in our first official installment, you'll meet Michelle Price. If you talk to me longer, I'll have a story about you when we're finished. Until then, take care of each other.